Did you know that offense of what people do, what people say, how they betray you or lie about you, do you, do you understand things in life that happen that you can't control? Uh, and your heart becoming offended by that can hinder you hearing God. Tune in to today's broadcast of Wisdom for Living and you'll learn how to cause your heart to be a ground that hears the Word of God. Welcome to Wisdom for Living with Greg Moore. Join with Greg as he shares truth from the Word of God that will help you grow in wisdom and successfully navigate a balanced life with family, marriage, finances, and relationships. And now, here's Greg. Great to have you with us again today for another broadcast of Wisdom for Living. Man, this has been such a powerful series. God's really been bringing some things alive in my heart, and I believe He's doing the same in you. Uh, We're talking about hearing God clearly. Man, it's so important uh, for for you and I to receive everything He has for us. Uh, It really hinges on us hearing God. And you know what else it does? It causes us to uh, really depend on the Lord and go inside our relationship with Him and, and have intimacy with Him. That's, that's the way the Lord set, set things up. He, he doesn't want us to live by formulas. He doesn't want us to live by legalistic rules and regulations. It's relationship, guys. And man, relationship is not a one-way street. It's, it's you and I hearing the Lord, speaking our hearts to Him, but Him speaking back to us. He's got a will and a plan for you. And man, it it is really powerful. So we're going to get right into that after I share another funny with you. Uh, It's one of my trademarks is is, uh, uh, I share share funnies. And one of the reasons I do that uh, is when I was pastoring, uh, my wife and I pastored for 27 years. And while I was pastoring, I, I was uh, I'd heard a minister share a, a joke, and, and it was really funny. And I shared it the next Sunday morning in my church service. And there were two uh, men who, uh, two husbands of wives who were members of our church that they'd been praying for uh, to come to church and, and receive the Lord, and both of them were there. And when I shared that funny, um, uh, it caused both of both of them went home and they said, "You know what? That guy's funny. I'm going to come back and listen to him again." And uh, one of them got saved. The other one came back to the Lord. And I said, "Man, if that'll work, <laughs> I'll use humor uh, uh, over and over again." And and I just started sharing some funnies, and then people started sending them. So uh, you know, you can if you've got a funny, you got something you'd like to share with us. You you can. Uh, just email us at info at gregmore.com and we, we, uh, I'm, I'll, clean it, I'll clean it up for you if it's, if it's not uh, presentable enough. All right, this is, this is called The Word to Get Into Heaven. So a retired female Navy Master Chief dies after a long illness and finds herself just outside of heaven at the pearly gates. As she peers inside, she sees some of her old uh, shipmates that she knew from her, her life and they were enjoying themselves and laughing and looking quite happy and full of peace and joy. And St. Peter comes along and she asks him, is this heaven? How can I enter the gates? And St. Peter replies, yes, this is heaven and all you have to do is spell one word for me 
and you'll be free to enter. Well, what word is that? The female master chief asked. Please tell me. He said, all you have to do is spell love, L-O-V-E, and you can enter. Relieved, she, she spells the word correctly and St. Peter opens the gates for her. And after she had been in heaven for some time, the master chief becomes quite comfortable and happy, and, but she still missed her beloved husband who, who she left on earth. And as an extra way of being of service, she made herself available to, to serve uh, St. Peter and become a helper, uh, greeting the newcomers into heaven, ushering them uh, as well through the pearly gates. Imagine her surprise one day when her husband appeared at the gates. Darling, she said, I've never thought you'd get here. I've missed you so much. Tell me what you've been doing all this time. Was, was life hard for you after I left? Her husband replied, well, yes, it's great to see you too. I've been quite busy. I was very sorry when you left, but I was quite attracted to that cute nurse who helped you through your last days. And we ended up getting married a few months after your passing. And then uh, guess what? I won the lottery. And can you imagine? I was able to buy a large mansion and, and a new car. And we re I retired for the second time and we traveled all throughout the world and we had a grand life. We were on a vacation in the Greek Isles when I was skiing and water skiing and my ski fell off and hit me in the head. And so here I am. I was sorry to leave her on the earth, but it's really great to see you again. Gee, this looks nice. Is, is, is this heaven? And the master chief looked at him and smiled sweetly and says, well, imagine that. I, I, I've missed you so much too and hoped you'd, you'd miss me, but uh, I guess life goes on, right? And he said, yeah. So tell me, he said, how do you like heaven? I never dreamed I'd get here. Is it easy to get in? Oh, yes, the master chief replied. All you have to do is spell one word. Oh, wow. He said, okay, what word is that? <laughs> the female master chief smiled and answered, Czechoslovakia. <laughs> oh, man, that is funny. <laughs> Thank God the heaven doesn't require spelling Czechoslovakia. I shared this uh, when I did a live Bible study for Andrew Womack Ministries uh, recently and, and the female host that was there said, well, I would have, I would have told them super fragilistic expialidocious. <laughs> anyway, uh, that is funny. So, hey, we're talking about hearing God's voice today, okay? How, hearing God clearly. And uh, Psalm 85 verse 8 says, I will hear what God the Lord will speak and He'll speak peace to His people. And man, you can hear God. If, if the psalmist could hear God, you can hear God. Then in, in John chapter, uh, chapter 10, verse 27, he said, Jesus said, my sheep hear my voice. They, they hear my voice. I know them and they follow me. And in ver verse 4, it says, when he brings out his own sheep, he goes before them. And the sheep follow him for they know his voice. You can hear his voice. My brother and sister, you can, you can follow him. In fact, um, the Bible says faith comes by hearing. And you, you can't walk in faith if you're not hearing God. And in Hebrews 11.6 says, without faith it's impossible 
to please Him. And so, uh, and we, we read in Galatians 3, 5 that miracles and signs and wonders and the gifts of the Spirit are a result of the hearing of faith. So much in life that you and I receive, it, it comes by hearing. And, and God set it up that way, as I mentioned at the beginning of this broadcast, to keep us to have uh, uh, intimacy with Him, to have a relationship with Him. You know, you think about those of you who are married, you think about the physical relationship, intimacy in the physical relationship. God created that. Why? Because He wants us to relate to one another. He wants us to connect with one another. He wants us to deal with unforgiveness and, and, and little petty things in our hearts. And God, God has a voice and He's talking to His people. And you and I can hear His voice and we can hear it clearly. But one of the problems, as we've shared in the last couple of broadcasts, is 1 Corinthians 14 and verse 10 says there are many voices in the world. And, you know, we've, we t we've been talking about some of those voices and those voices oppose the voice of God. They're, they're screaming and, and clamoring for our attention. And if we value those other voices greater than the voice of God, we're going to miss hearing God. Um, as I shared with you in John chapter 12, uh, God spoke audibly for the disciples not for Jesus' sake, and yet they couldn't hear it because they, they, all they heard was it thundered because they weren't tuned in. And they were tuned into other voices in their lives. And so uh, I, I want to I look at uh, a passage in, in Mark chapter 4. And uh, if you would turn there with me Mark, to Mark 4. And this, this is a real familiar passage uh, passage of scripture it's it's taught it's the uh, what some people call the parable of the sower in mark chapter 4 but it's really not uh, about the sower it's really not about the seed it's more about the ground that will produce the seed the kind of ground it takes to produce the seed and even if you go a level deeper it's about how a person values what they hear that establishes the kind of ground that will produce, that will bring forth good fruit. And it, it really has to do with our hearing. It really has to do with you and I valuing what we hear. And in, in Mark 4, and he began to teach by the sea and a great multitude was gathered to him and he got into a boat, sat in it on the sea, and the whole multitude was on the land facing the sea. And he taught them many things by parables. And he said, listen, behold, a sower went out to sow, and it happened when he sowed. The seed fell on the, by the wayside. Birds of the air came and devoured it. Some fell on stony ground. And then he talks about the thorny ground. And then some seed fell on good ground. But now watch this, verse 9. But he who has ears to hear, let him hear. And so... He's saying, if you're going to understand this, uh, if you're going to understand the principle of this, you, you're, going to, you're going to have to have ears to hear. Ears to hear simply means you value what you hear. You value what you hear so you'll apply what you hear. And then he, then he, expa he expounds on that parable a little bit, and we're going to go back 
and read that. But then in verse 22, um, he says, there's nothing hidden which shall not be revealed, nor has anything been kept secret, but that should come to light. If anyone has ears to hear, let him hear. He says the same thing again. Then he said to them, take heed what you hear. One, one translation says, take heed how you hear. With the same measure you use, it'll be measured to you. And to you who hear, more will be given. For whoever has, whoever has what? Verse 25, whoever has ears to hear, to him more will be given. But whoever does not have, whoever does not have ears to hear, even what he has will be taken away from him. This is, this is such a powerful passage of Scripture and it's telling us uh, how we hear, how we value what we hear uh, creates the kind of ground that will produce uh, either, either 30, 60, and 100 fold or it will stop, it'll, it will choke off the life of the Word. And it, and it all has to do with hearing. It all has to do, your, the kind of ground your heart is for the Word of God, it depends on how you hear. It depends on how you value what you hear. And then, you know, he expounds on this in verse 13. He said, do you not understand this parable? How then will you understand all parables? And so here's something that's very powerful. You, if you understand the, how this how this principle of the kingdom works, you're going to understand everything. You'll have, under, you'll have understanding of the thing. It'll unlock. In fact, he said the things that are, uh, we already read in verse 20, uh, 22, the, the things that have been hidden will be revealed. If you'll understand this, if, you, if you'll get this, you'll, you'll understand. And, and he says, the sower sows the word, verse 14, and these are the ones by the wayside where the word is sown, when they hear, Satan comes immediately and takes away the word. Now in Matthew 13, verse 19, so it's sharing the same parable, but he, he gives you better explanation of what's going on there. He said, when anyone hears the word of the kingdom and doesn't understand it, the wicked one comes and snatches away the, what's been sown in his heart. Why, why is it that we can hear the Word. Why is it that some people hear the Word and understand it and, so, and other people hear the Word and don't understand it? What's, what's the difference? Why, why, is one, why, why is one person able to hear the Word of God and grab hold of it and, and comprehend it and apply it in their lives and, and another person doesn't? Because it says right here, they don't understand it. They don't have the capacity to, they, they don't value what they're hearing. Let, let me give you a couple of examples of, of this. I had a couple of guy, uh, guys that were men that were in my church years ago, and they were, they were really close friends. They were really tight. And, um, they, and both of them, though, had trouble in their marriage. Both, in fact, both of them ended up divorcing. We... We did everything we could to try to share the word with them, to try to counsel them, and they they couldn't get it. They didn't understand it. They they thought each of them thought their wife their wife was the was the problem. And I'm not saying the wife wasn't didn't contribute to the problem, but but in each case, neither neither of them 
understood. They didn't comprehend when I told them, look, guys, stop focusing on what your wife is doing wrong. And, and, and every day, uh, focus on something good that you can say about her. Uh, build her up, encourage her, love her. And, but they couldn't hear it. But you know what? The same two guys, same two, two men, Man, they could tell you everything about the Texas Rangers, every batting average of of every and every uh, ERA of the of the of the uh, the pitchers. They could they could tell you who won the Super Bowl 15 years ago and what the score was. Man, they can tell you all about sports. They could tell you about the Dallas Cowboys and the Dallas Mavericks. And man, it was like man, they they were tuned in. They, they comprehended that. If you talk to them about fishing or hunting, or man, those guys, they were all in. You talk to them about their wives, about relationships, about the Word of God regarding that, they couldn't hear it. Why? They didn't apply their heart. They didn't value what the, what the Lord said. They, they couldn't comprehend it. Therefore, the very th- even the things that they had were going to be removed. This is, this is a real hindrance my brother and sister, is, is what we value. Um, I shared uh, in yesterday's broadcast uh, about the funny, about the, the guy that his wife was missing and he couldn't describe what his wife, but, but she, she drove away in his truck and he could describe to a T what, was, what, what his truck was like. It's because he valued that. See, we can't hear what we don't value. We can't, we can't comprehend or understand what we don't place value on. Um, it, it, it's, this is a powerful principle. You, we go on to see the other kind of ground in verse, verse 16. These likewise are the ones sown on stony ground who when they hear the word, immediately they receive it with gladness, but they have uh, no root in themselves and so endure only for a time Afterward, when tribulation, when problems and difficulty come, or and persecution, when people accuse them or talk bad about them, arises for the word's sake, immediately they stumble. That word stumble means they were offended. You know, you know what he's talking about here? This is the wayside ground didn't value the word at all. They're valuing the Dallas Cowboys or their truck or hunting or fishing or something else or you know, but in here, you, you have that. That's the wayside ground. The stony ground are, are people who they, they value the word until trouble comes, until problems come, until somebody attacks them or accuses them. And then they, they get distracted from the word and they get focused on, you know, they get offended. They either get offended at God. God, why did you let this happen? Why did that? Why did that sickness happen? I prayed. And, they get, and, and people get offended at God. They let, they let go of the Word of God. They, and they can't hear what God, is, what God is speaking to them because all they see, they see themselves through the prism, uh, uh, through the glasses of the problem or the trouble or the difficulty or the evil day that they've been through. And someone is watching right now and you've been through a long evil day. And listen, the key to getting out of your evil day is hearing God's voice again. 
But the problem, the reason why you're not hearing God's voice is you allow your heart to become offended either at God or somebody else. Or maybe, you know, there's a lot. I mean, I can tell you war stories about how people have done me wrong and, and uh, you know, uh, not they betrayed me or lied about me or, or took advantage of me financially. But the bottom line, I don't have the smell of smoke on me because I, I'm not allowing my heart to become offended. Jesus said in Luke 17.1 that it's impossible that no offenses will come. My brother and sister, it's not possible for you to live through your life and go through your life and, and, and somebody not disappoint you. Somebody not say something bad about you. Somebody lie about you. Somebody try to throw you under the bus or, or you know, take your business from you or, or sue you or something like that. But you, know, you can't control an offense that comes to you, but you can control what you do with it. And if you don't deal with offense in your heart, it's because you're valuing your pain and your loss greater than the cross. You're valuing what someone did to you more than what someone did to you more than what Jesus did for you. And it's it's causing it's sentencing your heart to become a heart, a, a ground of a different kind than God intended. And you can't afford, my brother and sister, you've got to, you can't afford to let offense uh, uh, lock your heart into that, st- that stony ground because it keeps you, it hinders you, it distracts you, it keeps you from hearing God. And I, I just want to encourage you today. Uh, watch, go watch Frozen with your children or grandchildren and let it go, let it go. Let that offense go. It's not worth it. It's stopping you from hearing God. Release forgiveness toward that person. And here's the way I do it. I choose to value what Jesus did for me more than what that person did to me. Then then you see the next kind of ground is verse 18. Now these are the ones sown among thorns. They're those who hear the word and the cares of this world, deceitfulness of riches, and desires for other things entering in and choke the word and it becomes unfruitful. And these are just distractions, uh, more distractions that the enemy is sending your way because he's scared to death of you. He's scared to death of you getting a hold of the word of God, of you hearing God, uh, of you you bearing fruit in your life. In in the next verse, being the good ground where you're bearing fruit, 30, 60, and 100 fold. Uh, You know, it's not worth it getting worried about becoming a Martha instead of a Mary and getting worried and fretting and stressful about so many things or or allowing your pursuit of a, you know, it's fine to have houses and cars and trucks and and go shopping and all those things, but, but don't let that become the focus of your attention. Don't let... Don't let sports, it's all right to enjoy sports and you're, you're, I hope your home team wins unless you're playing against mine, <laughs> my home team. But it doesn't, look, we get too focused on these things. And, it, and my, listen, the, here, I, I'm appealing to you today. The, this was written, Jesus spoke these things to us to learn to avoid to, uh, these distractions, the deceitfulness of riches that, 
deceives us into thinking that we're secure because we have so much money. You know, it's, it's a lie. Our security is in hearing God. I shared with you about the, two, the 2008 and 2009 crash. I had millionaire friends who were freaking out and because they weren't trusting God. Listen, riches and, and things and stuff that's going on in life, your life being perfect. You, look, your life being perfect, guys, is not going to happen until you get to heaven. So where circumstances being perfect is not possible on this earth but you can have peace in the middle of it. Don't allow your heart to be distracted by valuing other things above the Word, by allowing your heart to be offended because of what people do or what, you know, something happens in life and COVID happens or whatever, or all these other things. You can hear God. That's God's desire for you. If you'll open your heart today, and then say, God, help me, show me, reveal my heart to me the way you see me. If there's any of these things in my heart, show me. And, and I'll, I'll set these aside so that I can be a heart that values the Word, that can hear God's voice. Thanks for tuning in today. Whether this day's broadcast of Wisdom for Living, man, I believe it's changed your life. And, and, and I speak over you a heart that is hearing God. Today's teaching, Hearing God Clearly, is available in a 10-disc CD or DVD album or on a USB flash drive containing both audio and 4K video. Go to gregmore.com and order your copy today. Have you ever experienced loss, betrayal, or false accusation by someone close to you? In this two-part CD series, Healing for the Brokenhearted, Pastor Greg shares how the Lord helped him process his own pain and loss and receive healing from a broken heart. What God has done for Greg, he will do for you. Order your copy from gregmore.com today. I want to encourage you to go to gregmore.com and check out my website. You know, on my website, you can, you can watch uh, these broadcasts. If you missed one of them, you can, you can watch it. Uh, you can also uh, order product uh, from this uh, from this series or other series that, that, that I have that, that will bless you you and your family or your friends. And I encourage you, uh, you know, it, uh, refer this, uh, share it with, with, with some of your friends and family uh, that they can check out gregmore.com. It'll bless them. Uh, we've got blogs on there. I've got my funnies on there. Uh, you, you'll, you'll, you'll be enriched and blessed website, you'll find Greg's latest book release, free teachings, as well as many other resources. You'll be able to access his blogs, quotes of wisdom, and funnies of the week. While there, please connect with us and let us know how you or a loved one has been blessed by this ministry. We'd love to hear from you. Remember, you can order resources or partner with our ministry at gregmore.com or by writing to us at P.O. Box 7702. Woodland Park, Colorado, 80863. We look forward to hearing from you today. Join us again tomorrow for more Wisdom for Living. You need to be filled with the Spirit. I'm, ta I'm talking to you right now. Yeah, you. I'm speaking to you. God, you need to be filled with the Spirit. This isn't optional. You want to hear God's voice, right? Well, I, and I shared with you in the last broadcast, 
You have to value what God values the way He values it for your heart to become the God kind of ground that bears good fruit, that's good ground, that's not distracted. Don't allow yourself to be distracted because maybe you wonder, well, why? Why do I? I don't need to be filled with the Spirit. That's just for those fanatics. Well, you know, yeah, it is for fanatics. It's for di disciples of Jesus. And I'd rather be a fanatic for Jesus than a fanatic for, uh, for anybody out in the world. That's tomorrow on Wisdom for Living.